Eric Pascal is going to join us here. Eric throws the headset on. I'm here. I'm here. Oh. Hello, Eric. How you doing? How Good. Uh, Ron Boone, who's my broadcast partner, was at practice yesterday and says he thought tonight was a beautiful execution of all the things you worked on yesterday. Would you agree? Yeah, I agree. I mean, I feel like we defended well. We did a lot of great things uh, defensively, moving the ball, sprinting. So I feel like we did a great job of what Coach uh, really wanted to do in practice. And, uh, we Can you move that mic a little closer to you? Thank you. Yeah, I got you. Thanks. Uh, can you re restate that? There's yeah, I got you. I, it was just uh, yesterday. He he was really on defending, running, uh, and making sure we sprinted, played some good defense. So. Uh, uh, Yo, leave me alone, man. Rudy, but, Rudy Gay. Yeah, I know, right? Leave me alone. But uh, yeah, we did a great job executing that tonight, and uh, I feel like uh, it's a it's a great step in the right direction. So we're we're very happy. What do you think was you obviously weren't here before, but what was off kilter, and what is, are you putting back on kilter? I, I ain't gonna lie, I don't know what kilter means. What was off? Uh, Donovan now rips his headset off, puts it down. Excuse my teammate. <laughs> Eric, I, I feel for you. <laughs> I deal with it every day. Um, Madeline's now telling me to rap. So this officially has been the most destroyed interview ever. We'll do, it. we'll do it again sometime. <laughs> Sounds good. It Thanks, was chaotic. I appreciate sure. it. Wow. Rudy Gay. Got one question. <laughs> Donovan Mitchell. All destroying our broadcast. Tim Lacombe. Jake Scott joining us now. How are you guys? That was classic. Are you kidding? I don't even know what kilter is. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was dealing with a lot. He had a lot of distractions. <laughs> that was funny. He's he's funny. That's great. And he and you know what I like? He picked the headset back up after Donovan knocked it off, and he said, "Hey, I got a, I got an interview to do." And then Madeline said, "Enough." No, you don't. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so, you know, it's it's the it's the crazy. You know, as a coach, you sit over the last couple of days. I've just thought, you know, what what kind of things would I emphasize? And it's crazy because the things I wrote down were. Um, Find a, find a way to get easier baskets, and transition seems to be a, a wide-open area that the Jazz, just in my mind, have not really dug in on. And tonight, there were, that, as you guys said, that was a point of emphasis, which, you know, makes me kind of think I still, you know, I think the game a little bit. But it was nice to see the ball get pushed up. I, I think that's something that's been left on the table. The ball movement was, was way better, and, and it was also... You know, part of it you have to say there wasn't as much resistance, but I still like the pattern. You know, I still like the, the pattern of it. And, that, and that's probably the, the best thing that came out of this to me was practice. What I saw in practice yesterday, they were not worked on it tonight. Now, true enough, shorthanded, the Philadelphia 76ers, but um, I don't think I would have expected anything less than what I saw yesterday. It was just uh, one of those practices, Tim, where you felt like it was training camp. I mean, to the point where they worked on vertical, uh, challenging guys driving to the basket. Uh, you know, all of those little things that probably got out of doing, that they were doing at the beginning of the season, and you know, we got to get back to this type of thing. Something you coaches do from time to time, am I correct? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, was there a lot of uh, emotion and emphasis? Well, it, the, the pace was fast, and, and they pushed the ball up the floor. It was, and, um, and Donovan Mitchell said it this morning at, at the press conference that he, he said that his comments were uh, pace and not, set, not giving up on the pace. And, and what I took out of that was you know, you push the ball, and then all of a sudden you find yourself uh, playing one-on-one uh, -on -one basketball, not giving up on it, that extra pass, pushing the ball ahead of the defense. I don't know if you noticed, but a lot of times tonight uh, that they were almost to the three-point line, and it was 20 seconds on the clock. Yeah, I was, yeah, I was monitoring your – you were doing a good job keeping yeah. us on the – you know, knowing what the shot clock was. So, so you, can tell, you can tell us just about what that extra two or three seconds means – uh, when you have that, I mean, that extra pass just might end up 
uh, an open three to the point where if you don't have that extra pass, now you give it to Clarkson with a short clock, and you know, it, and he's the one that takes the un, the low percentage shot. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I think that you know, bigs were running the floor a little better. The ball was popping around. Right. Um, and, and I think it's easier to play better. It's it, you're more locked in defensively. It's hard when you're not playing good offense to play good defense. I know there are teams that do it, but um, you know everything was seemed to be on its axis. And again, how much of that was Philly being undermanned? But but the impressive thing is the Jazz kind of went back to the roots of what make them good. Now, Coach McCone, Lacone, I want to make sure that Thurl Bailey hears that one one day that the offense made the defense work. Did I hear, did I hear you correctly? I just think it's easier to be when the ball's moving, when yeah. guys are, are sharing it, yes. when you're making a play for somebody else, yeah. you're way more apt to basically be locked in defensively to do the same for your teammate. Well, Thurl Bailey, the reason I said that, Thurl Bailey and I go back and forth about which, is, which part of the game dictates who or what. Does your defense dictate your offense? Make it better. Come on, everybody wants to score, Ron. You know that. That's that's my point. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone. How about about our guy Ron Boone being the only one, including myself, to go to practice? Well, you were busy, David. I was busy. You would have been there. I would have generally been there. Yeah. You know, just an invite. I'll show up. I'll I'll wear a mask. I don't need to. I just listen to the shoot around report and then I get it off. (laughs) Best show in the business. <laughs> I just listened to that segment. I'd be like, it's just like I was at practice. It works. I'm just glad we had a walk-off interview, and everybody feels good again. Let's keep the mojo going. I love it. Thanks, guys. Great See work. Ya. All right, Jazz win tonight. Uh, they beat the 76ers 120-85. to Coach Lacombe and I are breaking it down next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night postgame show here on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz beat the Sixers 120-85. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe with you. And, uh, Coach, we talked about it a little bit at halftime, but this uh, this looked a little bit like Jazz basketball again. And then I know that Philadelphia was shorthanded, missing a bunch of their guys, but felt this game was a little bit more about the way the Jazz played and reestablished kind of what has made them successful over the past couple of years. Yeah, the ball moved. Uh, the pace was so much better. Um, guys were making plays for each other, and, and I think that that's a huge part of it. it. It makes it doesn't surprise me that the emphasis yesterday was kind of what we saw, and um, it's one of the great things about this season being a regular, um, you know, not compressed season. The guys are able to get those practices in. We didn't they didn't do that last year, so they had to work through a ton. Um, but I really like the going back to the basics, the stressing of pushing the ball, and uh, kind of being the aggressor, and that was, uh, you know, tonight against that, that lineup, it was, it was, you know, sure, certainly enough. But I think that kind of s- laid the roots again for the way these guys want to play. It just kind of refreshed that for them. 28 assists tonight on 46 made field goals, Coach. It, so I ask you, like, your thought on, I mean, just like that. They, oh, they look- go back to playing. I mean, is it the, is it the level of talent? Is it the, you know, or what? Or is it just a refocus? No, I think it's just a refocus. So do I. I mean, I here totally in, believe that. Here in Booner, talk about practice is, is extraordinarily insightful because it looked like a whole different team out there. It it really did, and and maybe that had something to do with Philly. Again, I don't want to, you know, you know, say that uh, <laughs> the Philly brought had you know their their full uh, team out there tonight. That certainly wasn't the case, but it felt like there was a different mentality right down to. Uh, blockouts. I thought, you know, you saw Donovan Mitchell yeah. with a couple of big time blockouts. Uh, the emphasis on transition and the emphasis on running the floor, moving the ball. I mean, it 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 felt like a different team. I absolutely think it was more of a refocus. And, and I'm looking here at the notes. You know, the, again, I, I use that term, fluid ball movement. Uh, going into this game, the Jazz had taken the second most threes with with the 27th best success at taking those right. threes. So, you know, that to me. They were getting threes. They were getting that number, um, but I like the the looks better tonight, much better tonight. Uh, from three tonight, the Jazz shot 42%, 16 of 38, so pretty good number right there, including uh, Boyan Bogdanovich had 27 total points to lead the way for the Jazz tonight. He was five of seven from three, Coach, nine of 12 from the field, 
when he had a pretty good close to the game against Miami, you thought maybe he's found a stroke a little bit. Certainly followed it up with a big-time performance tonight. He's a big-time player. He's so versatile, you know, and I think when he plays well, you kind of just take it for granted, and then when he plays poorly, everybody wants to jump on and say, ah, he can't dribble, he's a bad defender, whatever. Um, But he's an important part of this team, and, and they need his points, and they need him to be kind of efficient like he was tonight. That was nice to see. With that, we will say good night to our network stations. Our ne- next broadcast is coming your way on Thursday night. The Toronto Raptors will be in town. That game will tip off at 7 o'clock. For those of you sticking around with us, uh, Coach Lacombe and I will continue to break this one down. We'll get you some sound from the coach and the players straight ahead here on the Jazz Radio Network. Catch and shoot three. Clock is at zero, and another Utah Jazz game is in the books. This is the Jazz Post Game Show. Ingles underhand scoop to Conley. Back out to Joe. Fires the three. Presented by Mark Miller Subaru. Donovan skies and hammers. Now with the recap of tonight's game, here's Jake Scott and Tim LaCole. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post Game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share markmillersubaru.com. Jazz went tonight 120 to 85. Uh, Jazz shot 51% from the, actually, pretty near 52% from the field tonight. 42% from three, 16 of 38, led by Bogdanovich, who had 27 points on 9 of 12 shooting, 5 of 7 from three. They got uh, 20 points from Jordan Clarkson. Uh, they got, uh, let's see here, 15 from Rudy to go along with 17 boards and four block shots, 13 from Mike Conley, uh, 13 from Donovan Mitchell, and Hassan Whiteside had 10 coming in off the bench for Philly. They did not shoot the ball well, Coach, 36.7% from the field. They were led by, let's see here, Shake Milton's 18 points. Uh, Maxie had 16. Harris had 12. But a thoroughly dominant performance from this Jazz team. Yeah, it was. It was, it was so good to see um, the, the Jazz play well, play together. Um, you know, a lot of different good things went on. But uh, overall, I think the most important thing that happened tonight is just the structure of things looked normal. Um, you know, the, again, this isn't a, it's, it's an issue that happens to every team. You go through just a little Valley and, um, getting out of it sometimes is a confidence thing, a mental thing. And jazz did a great job of just coming out tonight, setting the tone, um, really never, uh, was a game and, uh, the jazz just played dominant all night long. Uh, let's see here. We want to remind you about the jazz most, uh, Valuable educators program, excuse me, presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas throughout the season. The Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, a $1,000 grant, uh, a personalized jazz jersey, tickets to watch a jazz game in a suite. To nominate your favorite educator now, go to jazz, uh, nba.com slash jazz slash MVE. Let's go ahead and throw it down to the media room. Let's hear now from Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder. Thank you. Well, please you know, I, I just thought the consistency, kind of the sustained effort, um, really the transition as much as anything and being able to get to the next play, um, whether we, you know, make a, you know, make a good play that we're happy about offensively or we make a mistake, you know, to be able to get back and, and um, you know, protect the paint and not give up, you know, easy things in transition. That was, you know, that's the, the the starting point for what we're doing. And, and I also thought, you know, in some situations where they played small and we had some different matchups, that guys did a good job communicating. When we were talking to Doc before the game, he was asked what the most important parts of transition defense are. And he said if he was to name two, that it would be obviously stop the ball. Mm-hmm. And then to for the guys in the corners to – react quickly when the shot goes up and to not be too late from out of the corners. To and get those guys to get back. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what would you add to that? Or would would you prioritize something different? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the, the urgency, you know, getting back and then also, you know, being, being shifted to the point where, you know, the, the paint doesn't look open, where they can just attack the rim early. Um, Obviously, there's 
you've got to know where shooters are as well. It's harder to do that when Seth Curry's running the lane. Um, but we got, you know, you got to protect the rim, and that means protecting the paint. Boy, on the way he carried over his rhythm from the fourth quarter of Saturday into this game. Is there value in that? And some of those, I know those late runs can feel a little empty. No, I, I think, yeah, I think it's a mindset that, you know, whether we're up or down, that's, you know, how we, we need to play. We need to have that same mentality, you know, in the first quarter, right out of the gate. Um, not just if we're behind and there's, a, you know, a feeling of desperation um, because that's how we, you know, so the ball went in more for us tonight. Um, so it feels better, but, you know, we were taking some of the same shot. We were taking shots in transition and, you know, I want to continue to take those obviously um, when they're open. Um, but he's a guy that everybody wants him to take that that bogey three. The shots that were going in. I mean, you say they look better when they go in. So was there something going on that was making them go? And you said running, but yeah, I mean, I think we keep shooting and we keep, you know, when we're when we're open, and you know, if we can get stops, it's just a cycle, you know. If we can get stops and get out and run, um, just what we talked about with transition, if. You know, that means the bigs running. That means the guards running. That means, the you know, Donovan did a great job, I thought, of really pushing the ball, which sometimes drags guys with you. But it's no, you know, one guy that's that's got to run. Everybody's got to run. And and then if that generates a, a good look early in the clock, those are those are shots that we want to take because I think they're shots that, you know, generally we've got a good chance of making them when they're clean and early, even if it's, you know, at 18 as opposed to at 12. Sometimes if we pass up that shot, we may not get a better one in the possession. There you go, Jazz head coach Quinn Snyder, touching on a number of interesting things there, coach, but uh, certainly backing you up, if you, as you've said, uh, transition, move, get out, and uh, find those open shots that way. Certainly, Coach Snyder pleased with that tonight. You can't switch transition. You know what I mean? Like you, that's, that's the beauty of it. If you, if you really run the floor and you really space the floor in transition naturally, the defense just has to match up and react. Um, so if you push that ball up and are aggressive, you know, the Jazz got, man, I, they, they must have got eight to ten open shots tonight in transition. Um, and, and it also, the floor spaced, you know, the way Quinn wants it to, guys in the corners, uh, bouncing off those corners, and so there's driving lines and driving lanes open. So, yeah, I think it's it's a big piece that they're they're tapping into again. I think it's going to be a pivotal piece for them this year because we've seen what teams do when they grind them out in the half court, switch them, you know, and it becomes a really difficult, especially when the Jazz aren't shooting three well. Um, but just a you know another way to go out there and execute and find points. Well, they've got guys that can knock down those shots. Right. And really That's good your whole roster is built on. Yeah. It, it was a big strength of the team last year. I remember you and I talking about uh, where are those extra shots going to come from because Bogdanovich and Conley both hadn't been on the floor and right at the same time. So you kind of wondered, you know, will, will one kind of take a bite out of the other? And the answer was no, because the Jazz got so many extra possessions in the transition. And uh, they certainly got back to doing that tonight. And it felt like that was a little bit lost over the past week or so. Yeah, there's, um, you know, we were watching the game Saturday. And it really, it, it ground to a halt to the point where, you know, you're watching the, the ball come up the floor. And the two guys, the guy that's supposed to be going to the corner on the near side and the guy who's going, supposed to be going to the free throw line extended are almost on top of each other, um, kind of in a jog. So, yeah, it, it's definitely something I imagine stood out like a sore thumb on film. And, um, you know, Quinn did a great job of addressing it, and the guys did a great job of putting it into action. Tonight. Yeah, you, you can tell. they. You used the word last segment, refocus. I, I think you're right on the money right there. Postgame is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some. And share your own at mysubaruis.com. The Jazz were victorious tonight over the uh, 76ers, 120-85. We'll get you some player sound coming up next on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz Game Night Post Game Show on the Jazz Radio Network, brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz winners tonight, 120-85. to 85. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe, 
with you. Let's get a look at your points in the paint tonight. Brought to you by Serta Pro Painters. Call 1-800-GO-CERTA or visit certapro.com. That's Serta with a C. Serta Pro Painters, proven trusted experts in painting. Uh, looking at your uh, points in the paint tonight, Coach. Uh, Jazz outscored Philly 56-50. to And uh, felt like uh, when Philly went small and did try to uh, switch everything, the Jazz made a real effort uh, to get the ball inside into the paint, into Rudy in particular, uh, you know, can't guard, can't get away with guarding Rudy Gobert with George Nia. Dang it, you took my line. Sorry, dang it. I wanted, to, I wanted to come in and say, so the, the little joke for three years, Jake and I worked together, um, and I say, man, like he just has these little insights, and I'm like, you, you'd be a really good coach. You, you know, and uh, he's got the recruiting side down because he understands that just requires yeah. a friend with a lot of dough. Right. Um, but, no, you you're, you surprise me sometimes, but you you made that comment, and I was thinking it. The Jazz really emphasized Rudy's rolling. Now George is guarding him, and yeah, you've got to you've got to take advantage of that. So that even that stuff again, Philly's not able to really with this lineup be able to create that physical stand you up, you know, that sometimes really causes the Jazz problems. But to their credit tonight they really did emphasize finding that role and, and throwing it in there when there was a mismatch felt like there was a, f- a focus how to lock put it back to basics listen we got to do a show where i'm the host and you're coach scott okay i think we've gotten to that point. well see here's the thing you're giving me credit except for you know you look out there and you see george niang and then you see rudy gobert and you go you know what a man the size of rudy should be able to score over a man the size of george but but it's you also understand complex. the but, but you also understand that there is some complexity yes of course and yeah, but tonight, perfect op- opportunity in the Jazz executed. When well. he, you know, here's how complex it is. When Seth Curry gets switched on to Rudy Gobert, you you throw him the ball. You you just might have to. <laughs> you you just might have to. <laughs> but they did it. Being the point, you know, we're we're laughing about the simplification of it. But really, like Locke said, back to basics. It felt like tonight, back to basics, back to what makes the Jazz good and and effective and. The ball movement, the transition. Coach Scott, do you think that that Coach Snyder was maybe a little ornery with the boys yesterday? You think he was a little ornery with Probably. Them? Okay. But I, I kind of got that vibe too. I am uncomfortable with back on the line. Thank goodness. Well, I'm sure refocusing. Uh, you know, there was probably some angry energy that that came. The last with that. couple of films that have to be tough to watch. Oh yeah. You know what I mean, right. And sometimes we all need a, a kick in the butt. Right? And the guys knew it. They they knew yeah. what they were in for. All right, uh, Boyan Bogdanovich with a great night tonight, leading the way uh, for this Jazz team with 27 points on 9 of 12 shooting, 5 of 7 from 3. Let's go down to the media room and hear what Bogdanovich has to say. Who's that playing the stage? Who's that? Who's that playing Mike is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our defense, everything started with our defense. Even when the last couple of games, even when we have a great defensive possession, we couldn't close it. So finally, we controlled our, our boards, and that was it's kind of easy for us to play off our defense and playing in position, moving the ball, kind of in. We keep some things offensively, so but uh, but main thing is our our defense and and, and controlling the, the defensive board. I mean, just uh, just playing small small pick and roll. They play they play small for most most part of the of the game. So we really control Drummond, like I said, on the defensive board. But uh, but offensively, yeah, we just have to be like, like more more focused, and, and, and we gotta be we gotta be aggressive. Last last couple of games we were kind of kind of stagnant, but even if we couldn't hit any any shot. But like I said, everything started with our, our defense. If we play defense the way we play tonight, we'll have a chance to, to win every single game. It's the same. I mean, Pacers play without without Lavert, and then the other teams as well that they beat us play without, without. So, so no matter who is playing, the other guys are playing well. Maxi is, is 
having great, great years. So Tobias Harris, you know how, how good he is. So no matter who is on the court, we gotta we gotta have the same same focus and, and energy. There you go. That's uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. Funny line there at the beginning. He said Mike uh, said to say nice things about him, and then he was asked about the offense. He said, "Oh, Mike played great." <laughs> Who knew? Chuckled. Who knew Boyan was funny? That uh, that was great. That uh, I, I kind of thought he might be sneaky funny. You know, okay. I compared him to Jeff in there and our producer. Jeff's just seen and not heard, and does a great job of keeping this thing afloat. And I think Boyan has that type of role. But uh, you know, Jeff's got some funny in him. He's, he'll make you laugh on a sly. Mentioned that uh, the defense, it started with him on defense. You know, we were kind of laughing about whether they're kind of programmed to say that. And Bogdanovich was far from perfect on defense tonight. But it did feel like the effort uh, across the board, including defensively, was was much, much better. Yeah, what's what's your take on Ron's thing? I know Thurl's on the side of Thurl's on the side of that defense kind of spurs offense, and it sounds like Ron's on the offense spurs defense. Any thoughts? Uh, Coach Scott. Okay. Can, so I'm just practicing. This is See, this is why I could never be a coach because I'm on the fence about everything, right? You know, I could, you, you see two sides to, to every story. I think it has to be, depend on your team, right? I mean, <clears throat> quite literally, if you get defensive stops, that starts transi- transition opportunities and probably should get you better looks if you'll do it if you can play defense and get stops right but at the same time it's nobody likes spending energy playing defense everybody likes spending energy shooting the basketball so i definitely can buy into the logic where maybe you've got a little more spring in your step when you're shooting the ball well which would lead to better defense so i don't know i don't have a good answer for you but it seems to me the nuts and bolts of it if you're playing good d that should lead to good offense and here's my here's my answer real quick okay the when you walk into a gym, you don't get in a defensive stance and slide around. You go grab a ball. That's a good point. There's your passion. Let's get back down to the media room and hear from Rudy. Yeah, pretty good job with defending it. What were you seeing and what were you doing well? Um, you know, we, we were switching most of the time, one through five, and uh, you know, I was pretty much guarding the guarding my man and uh, making sure that the guys stay home on drives and. And we did a great job, you know, for the most part. Uh, everyone did a great job guarding their man, staying in front of their man, and uh, and communication as much as I can today. How was my playing? I thought it was great. How did Mike play tonight? I thought it was great. You know, I, I thought he did a great job moving the ball, uh, making the right play, uh, taking advantage of, you know, uh, of what the defense gives him. And uh, I thought it was really good defensively, too. Uh, I mean, we, we, we're comfortable guarding anything, uh, you know, over the last few years, uh, teams have pretty much tried anything they could to, uh, try to take me out of my comfort zone and take us out of our comfort zone. And, um, you know, I think we, it's all about, you know, being able to adjust quick, uh, and uh, raise a level, you know, and I think uh, we all took pride this year uh, in raising our level, especially on one-on-one defense and physicality on the ball. And, uh, you know, I really feel like it, uh, whenever we're going to go against five out, uh, it's going to be a, we're going to be better than we were last year for sure. You're also able to get the offense going against the smaller lineup because no one's getting big either. The ball moved, and uh, when we move the ball, we know that, uh, you know, no matter what the defense does, uh, you know, we're going to find the open man, we're going to find a weakness, and, you know, it's on us to, it requires IQ, it requires unselfishness, awareness, but I think we have that as a team, and uh, we know when we move it, there's nothing the, there's nothing they can do. I mean, they can, they can foul, they can... Uh, the ball moves. We attack the we attack the rim. Uh, we find the open man. We get threes. We get dunks. We get you know end ones. Uh, it's it's pretty hard to stop. I mean, I think it's on me to keep giving them the confidence. Uh, you know, keep making sure that when they throw the ball, uh, you know, it's either going to be a foul or a basket. And 
and then yeah and then it's on it's on them and on the coaching staff you know to yeah to keep you know uh keeping us aware of where to put the ball and then uh and then just make the right play you know if if the defense collapse that means somebody is open and we're gonna get a wide open three you know so uh just being aware just keep getting better and uh it's exciting it's exciting to you know to to We've got a lot of ways to get better still as a team, so it's cool. Who do I think? Um, a good question. I mean, I'm Donovan watches a lot of film on the plane. Uh, Royce, um, you know, I think we all do. We all do uh, at different times, but you know, we are student of the game. Uh, you know, watching film sometimes also uh, together, you know, helps a lot, I think, to get on the same page and, uh, and get better as a team. There's Rudy Gobert, and uh, tonight Rudy had a monster game, uh, 15 points, 17 rebounds, four block shots. And I'll tell you what, Tim, Rudy always shoots it straight, right? He, tell, he told you exactly why they played better on both sides of the ball tonight, guarding one-on-one, which has been more of an emphasis this year, as he said. And uh, passing the ball, ball movement, big key on offense. And it's so crazy, right, because guys get paid a lot of money to coach this game and play this game. Um, but in reality, the, you know, the whole thing the Jazz needed tonight is just get back to doing all the little simple things that um, they, they know how to do. They've proven they know how to do them. They're very good at them. Um, but you get off that, that track. And so, yeah, finding their way back. Um, you know, defense for Rudy is always kind of the – the indicator when he sees guys playing, I think it fuels him. And, uh, yeah, it's good. Uh, let's see here. Let's uh, let's get to the Chick-fil-A foul shot review of the game. Uh, download a whole new way to Chick-fil-A earn rewards with the Chick-fil-A uh, A1 app, Coach. Uh, let's see the Jazz tonight from the line. <clears throat> 12 for 19, 63.2%. Philadelphia 13 to 17, 76%. Rudy struggled in the line early. He's he's good in the fourth quarter, though. That's all you got to worry That's about. That's all that matters. Clutch time. All right, Jazz win 120 to 85. Post game is brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru. Uh, Subaru, uh, it's the My Subaru Is campaign featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. We'll get you more sound from the players coming up next. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jazz game night post game show on the Jazz Radio Network. Jake Scott, Coach Tim Lacombe. Post games brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share at markmillersubaru.com. Your uh, final tonight, the Jazz take care of business against the Sixers, big time, one twenty to eighty five. Let's take a look at your master of the glass brought to you by safe light auto glass, the local vehicle glass expert here for another great year of basketball. Proud to be the preferred auto glass partner of the Utah jazz safe light auto glass. Is also proud to present this year's master of the glass rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safe light will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader. As usual, Tonight's Master of the Glass is one Rudy Gobert. 17 rebounds tonight for Rudy, and actually all of them coming on the defensive end. Jazz only had six offensive rebounds tonight, um, six of their 56 total rebounds, but Rudy just a monster. 17 boards. It kind of set the tone early. I think it was you, you said, you know, he went in there and got one and just looked like a man getting it, you know, the early on just went and possessed that thing, and it was going to be his ball, so... Uh, nice to see Rudy flying around. We saw that early, um, but man, just making 17 rebounds look easy, and it's not. There's a lot of lot of stuff that goes into getting a board. Four block shots for Rudy tonight and 15 points. Don't size him up. Don't drive him. Don't block says that. I've heard that. People before. try. They try. <laughs> they try and fail. Uh, let's see who else. Uh, Joe Ingles had a nice night on the. Uh, let's see. Oh, those assists, excuse me. Joe had seven assists tonight. Uh, Mike Conley also had seven assists. The Jazz's team had 27 total assists on 46 made field goals. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, of all people, 
had seven rebounds tonight. Hassan Whiteside had five coming in off the bench. And Royce O'Neal with nine rebounds, another big-time rebounding performance from Royce. Just all great numbers. I mean, nothing – you look at that, you say, this team came out tonight to play and win. And that was all they were worried about, and that showed. Uh, let's see, just taking a look at the, the numbers real quick for Philadelphia. Shake Milton with 18 points. Uh, Maxi was 16. Uh, Harris had 12. Seth Curry struggled tonight. Uh, didn't expect that. One of eight uh, had five points. George Niang in his return game, seven points. Three of six shooting, three rebounds, a couple of steals for George. Made his first three, and Locke gave him the proverbial throw them in the back seat, strap the seatbelt on, and let's go for a ride in the minivan. He did. He did. The triplets. The triplets, that's what it is. Yeah. We've heard heard that uh, a time or two. But he has had a nice, uh, found himself a nice spot there in Philly, obviously as a a, uh, a nice role on the team. You know, Philly was in a tough spot because Andre Drummond is just not mobile. Mobile. Yeah. Hey, there you go. He's just not mobile. And with that struggle with that ball screen and without Embiid, uh, they just didn't have a ton of size tonight. I mean, speaking of George, we, we laughed about it earlier, but if you're matching up George on, on Rudy Gobert, he's, he's not going to win that match. And I swear sometimes I think back on all the years I did this, whether it be, you know, at the U as a grad assistant or, a manager or high school years, even at BYU. It's funny sometimes you go through this this little drought and there's a ray of sunshine. Like you play a game that's just set up for you to just get right. And that's what I hope the Jazz did tonight. It was certainly set up there. Like you said, Philly had no, really no chance unless Curry kind of had an out-of-body experience. And that's, cap- you know, Curry's are capable of that. Um, but overall, I thought, you know, even – in that regard, he only had five points. So attention to details, scouting report, understanding who's going to hurt you, um, doing all those things and doing them well. All right, let's get back down to the media room. It's time to hear from Jordan Clarkson. Jordan, you got her running to the bench in transition. What's, like, your, like... Uh, get back, usually uh, find the shooters and uh, build a wall trying to stop penetration. Uh, usually guards try to uh, get downhill in those opportunities and make plays for their teammates. So we all try to get back, uh, help, and try to get set. Uh, the transition defense was uh, something that, you know, we keyed on these last uh, few days in practice and stuff like that. So um, I think we did a good job of executing it tonight and uh, something that we got to keep continuing to carry forward. That's the biggest difference between defensively Last game with this game over. Uh, I think I think that was it. That was our biggest focus coming into this game and something we put an emphasis on. And uh, I think we did a good job of it. And, you know, it caused them to – it actually just caused us to to run and uh, get opportunities, open threes. You see Boyan um, knocking his threes down the transition, uh, different plays down, getting downhill early in the game, getting easy layups. Uh, you know, Rudy Lobb, it just just really helps the team go when we get stops and, um, you know, really uh, compliments our offense. There were a couple times where you got the ball pulled up, storage out, and passed <laughs> him a little bit. I mean, was that fine, or what kind of level were you thinking? Yeah. Um, I let him off the hook a few times. Uh, but, no, I, I miss George, uh, one of my favorite teammates I played with. Uh yeah, I'm happy he's uh, having a good time over there in Philly and uh, making an impact and uh, doing what he does. Do you like rebounding? Do I like rebounding? Yeah, I think I cheated today, though. I <laughs> threw, like, three of them up there at, at, in one play and, like, uh, patted my stats a little bit. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we got to help those guys rebound. You know, Rudy, uh, Hassan, those guys usually, you know, cleaning all those uh, rebounds up. Uh, but the ones that, you know, we got to clean up are the ones that kind of bounce outside of the free throw line. And uh, for us, we kind of just got to stay locked in with that because I feel like, uh, I mean, Coach pointed out to us where, you know, a lot of us, you know, we're we're kind of like just leaving our man and going in the paint and grabbing the rebounds that they're supposed to get. So um, we just got to clean uh, the outside rebounds up and continue to push the ball. And that's really it. Do you feel like sometimes your best shot within the first six, seven? Seconds of the, of the possession instead of waiting and, you know, 
when that happens, that's that's usually uh, us getting a stop uh, and pushing the ball up the court, um, hitting the first open man, and most of the time it's a open three. You know, Joe, Boyan, I think they led the league uh, last year and the year before that in like threes under six seconds. So um, that's just us continue to push the ball and get stops and uh, doing what we do. Um, that, that is like a, a tough thing, but, um, you know, most of the time, a majority of the time when we crash the boards, we usually get it and it usually cause us to have an extra possession and it leads to another three. So, uh, if you want to work the numbers and do all that stuff, uh, you know, that, that ain't my job, but my job is, <laughs> I'm hoping that I get the, the catch and shoot three after a rebound. So, um, but yeah, crashing usually helps us uh, offensively and defensively getting back in transition too, because it gives us another opportunity to score. Were you in the locker room when George came in? Yeah, yeah, he okay. just he was just in there right now. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, right. Uh, yeah. I mean, George is my guy, man. I think he's he's owed me some money still, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, but um, you know what George did while he was here. Uh, his journey and everything, um, him having a significant role in Philly, uh, I think it's, uh, it's really good for him. And uh, I'm happy for him. He seems happy. I mean, he's always seemed happy, but yeah, yeah, he's always happy, but um, I think he's in a good place. He's he's doing what he's doing and he has a great role over there, scoring, uh, shooting threes, being mini Van George. So I'm happy for him. And I'm proud of him. Who do you think uh, watched the most film? Uh, I mean, from what I see, I don't know what people do at home, but uh, probably like Jared Butler, to be honest with you. I mean, that's like a – but he's always on the plane watching film, coming back, asking this question, like, bro, we, we about to watch this in like 20, 30 minutes, but hold on for a second. But no, but that kid is just trying to learn. He's trying to get the flow of everything. He's just – uh. He's picking up on so much stuff so quick. Um, I think it's really good for him as well. And then him uh, coming up and back from the G League and stuff, I think it's really good for him and uh, just going to help him progress so much uh, faster. I think he'll, uh, it's good for him. Right, right. But he's he's just watching, you know, game flow and, and everything. So um, I think he does a really good job of, you know, hounding the video guys and, getting iPads and, and video clips and stuff like that. Jordan Clarkson, and uh, you heard his post game right there. Jordan tonight, 20 points coming in off the bench, seven rebounds, although he did say he cheated a little bit, which is true. <laughs> Three of those came on one possession off his shots. And While his Boyan misses. was in the corner like, I'm open. <laughs> he did get an assist tonight, uh, but Jordan Clarkson doing Jordan Clarkson things. He's letting it fly. That is true. He's, He's letting, letting it fly. Letting that thing fly. That's what he does. There's uh, there's no doubt about it. You heard the nice words he said about uh, about George Niang. I think he was pretty popular in that uh, in that locker room. And uh, knowing George, you know, well, not knowing him all that well, but uh, you know, listening to him over the years, I bet he enjoyed coming back tonight. Yeah, they had to have. Um, you know, great guy. I, I think you know you're here. You hear his current teammates in Seventy Sixers. You know, with effusive praise about him and. Uh, and how he's fit in there. Certainly the guys here loved him. I think everybody made a beeline to him to give him a hug after the game. Clarkson might think he still owes him some money. I would imagine that came from a card game on the plane, would be my guess. Um, But they can sort that out. Um, You remember, there's memorable guys, you know, in your career. And and I would imagine George is one of those guys. I think he's easy to be around, doesn't take himself very seriously, but he's a guy who's all about, trying to do the right things and winning. And uh, that's why I'll always have a place in the league. If we were to go back down to BYU and ask around about Coach Lacombe, how many folks down there would be like, hey, he still owes me money? I think about every one of them. <laughs> about everybody about every down there. Hey, Tom Homo, what do you think about Coach Lacombe? Well, yeah, he's, he's good, but he owes me 25 Stiff me lunch over there at the brick <laughs> oven. Oh, man. I'll, I'll tell you this. I could listen to Jordan Clarkson's post-game interviews all day on loop. Man, that guy, 
It just just a great interview. Ah, uh, you know, man. <laughs> just a great interview. <laughs> great. He's got a great perspective on basketball and life. And anyway, uh, still my favorite post game interview. All right, uh, post game is brought to you, of course, by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru and the My Subaru Is campaign, featuring real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own. And My Subaru Is. Dot com. Your final tonight, the Jazz beat the 76ers here at Vivint Arena, 120 to 85. Coming up next, we'll get Coach Lacombe's final thoughts on this one. It's straight ahead right here on the Jazz Radio Network. Max driving on Gobert to the window, blocked by Rudy. Why do they try? Play the game right there. Courtesy of our guy, David Locke, and brought to you by the Larry H. Miller dealerships for a service sales and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Jazz game night postgame show. Jake Scott, coach Tim Lacombe. It's brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign real stories. From real Mark Miller Subaru customers, share your story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your story at markmillersubaru.com. Coach, why do they even try going at Rudy Gobert? Four blocks from Rudy tonight to go along with 15 points and 17 rebounds. You know what I miss is the, the trips into Gobert land. We yeah. haven't had one of those for we a bit. Like the Hansel and Gretel. I always picture when he paints that picture of, you know, you can't go in there. It's scary. And you can't. Keep your kids away. I, I kind of think of Hansel and Gretel with the witch and okay. the candy cottage. And, we have know, not had not gone to. We have not gone to Gobertland this year. So, David, if you're driving up to some, up, up Harley's right now, is that a request? Uh, more Gobertland, please. Okay. I miss it. Is is David like our toy now? Where we going to just pick what he does and doesn't? Well, I may do just him. text him and tell him this is how I I'd like a descriptive broadcast. I'd like tonight. to hear it, you know. Uh, but uh, there you go. Yeah, Rudy had a, a, just a fantastic night tonight. He was the mismatch. Drummond uh, struggled and uh, really wasn't an option for Philly, a shorthanded 76ers team, and, and Rudy did a great job. He made him pay. Yeah, he did. He he was great. He was active, and, you know, in Philly, kind of their game plan was to drive him, go at him, and he, we've all seen it. They, he, he gets most of them. Uh, some guys will sneak by him uh, or, or get an angle or something, but – at the end of the day, you try to challenge him too many times, and he's going to win most of those battles. Uh, just uh, If you're just joining us, a little review of the box score. Jazz uh, shot extraordinarily well tonight, 51.7% from the field, 42% from three, 16 of 38. Jazz got 27 points from Boyan Bogdanovich to lead the way, 9 of 12 shooting, 5 of 7 from three. Jordan Clarkson, who we heard from in the last segment, had 20 coming in off the bench, seven boards. I uh, grabbed an assist. Jordan had three offensive rebounds, all on the same possession. As he mentioned, he cheated a little bit. Uh, Mike Conley with 13.7 assists. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, 13 points. Uh, but Donovan, a little limited tonight, 22 minutes. Uh, didn't really get an update on what happened with him, but he ended up going to the locker room in the second half and didn't come back into the game, although he was out uh, on the floor to take uh, Eric Paschal's headphones off for the postgame interview, so I'm assuming he's feeling all right. I would imagine he'd be... Shoeless and clowning around if he wasn't feeling okay. Right. So that's good. That's a good sign. Jazz tonight had eight block shots as a team and out-rebounded Philadelphia 56-42. to 42. That helps. That, those are good signs. Those well, are good signs. Against Indiana and Miami, they got crunched on they the They got boards. crushed on the glass. You're right. That was not so tonight. No. And, again, like there, there is a part of this you got to just hey, – this was a, a little bit of a watered-down team, but the most important thing is that Jazz got back on track. And um, the glass is a huge area. They can be great, and especially if you attach the defensive glass to transition because that's kind of one in, you know one leads to the other, like you said, Coach Scott, earlier, eloquently, like, said like a coach. Um, but, that, but that's very true. So this is a – I think it can be a dominant rebounding team. You see those numbers by those guys. Royce got nine. Go down the list. Hassan's a, a, a great rebounder, and their guards rebound down. Yeah, just another way to to keep your edge, stay out of the half court, and get some easy buckets. All right, Coach Lacombe, let's get some final thoughts from you on this one before we turn the page. You know, I, I felt like a couple of things uh, broke tonight for the Jazz. They shot the ball better. 
Um, didn't take as many threes, you know, 38 threes tonight, but I thought the quality of threes were better and loved the transition. The emphasis on that was great. Uh, one of the things we talked about in the pregame is the Jazz doing a, a better job at emphasizing the rim. They got that number back to 34% of their shots at the rim. Threes had kind of been skewed. I think last game they took 52% of their shots from three. Tonight only 40. So uh, everything kind of back more in line. Um, the Jazz did a nice job at keeping Philly away from the rim. So, you know, you want to think about transition as a weapon, and you also want to understand that that can be used against you. The boards are the same thing. Um, but love to see, you know, just the focus, or the refocus on the fundamentals, the basics of what makes this team good, and, and hopefully they can build on it. All right, we want to say big thanks to David Locke and Ron Boone doing a terrific job calling the action as always. We want to thank, say thanks to the broadcast assistants that helped tonight. Thanks to Jeff Carroll, executive producer of Jazz Game Night. Thanks to Mark Miller, Subaru title sponsor of the post-game show. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some and share your own at mysubaruis.com. Coach Lacombe, as always, thank you, sir. Well, thank you, and and I would be remiss if I didn't c- congratulate my former uh, team. The Absolutely. BYU Cougars went on the road. They went to the Phil Knight Invitational tonight. Probably not going to be invited back because they were very cruel, very cruel to those Oregon Ducks. Smoked the Ducks tonight. What was, uh, what was the final? I've got it up right here just to uh, put it in perspective. 81-49, to 49, Dana Altman said after the game he was embarrassed. By the BYU Cougars tonight. Well, that, that is, that's probably something he should feel. Um, they were ranked 15th, and really, I thought BYU just came out from the beginning, punched them in the mouth. Uh, one of the tougher BYU teams I've seen. So anyway, I don't want to, but drag that out. But congrats to the Cougs. That yep. was a big win. Huge win. Cool. All right, the uh, the Jazz win tonight, 120-85 over the Philadelphia 76ers. Our next broadcast is coming your way. Thursday night, the Toronto Raptors will be in town. Tip-off coming your way at 7 o'clock. Pre-game coverage begins at 6. And, of course, you'll hear it all right here on the Jazz Radio Network.